I'm kind of curious, um, Tom. I'm kind of curious about your um, movies as a form of escapism. I, I, I take I take it that um, for a lot of your growing up, I'm just sort of gleaning things I've heard you say over a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. that um, books uh, at one time, <laughs> like the gym mm-hmm. and sports, yep. Um, and I guess movies, but that's a complicated one, were a way to escape at least part of your home life. And the reason I'm going to just put it, add one thing before you answer, um, that the movies is a complicated one because the original Finley, your mm-hmm. dad, my uncle, had this uh, 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 amazing sort of collection of classic movies. It's right. fair to say that he, he launched us both on a love of classic movies. Mm-hmm. So that your escape from you know parental life... I'm guessing mainly your mother, but maybe your dad too. Mm. If it included that third thing, movies, it wasn't exactly <laughs> like the like the Bogart movies. No, you know, actually, uh, specifically, and that's going to play very hard into what we're talking about today. Although not quite as hard as you might think. Yeah, uh, is I had my stepfather. My stepfather was uh, was a um, uh, Mexican gentleman uh, from Mexico. He's an illegal immigrant, and he taught karate and kung fu. <laughs> and, I got kind of nervous there for a second. Well, and then, and then, well, Mexican uh, gentleman, legal. I uh, say that's, that's the kind of thing that gets somebody shot these days, but or yeah. have a wall built around him. But. Um, yep. Uh, but there was a theater in San Jose, California, where I grew up called the Jose Theater, which is now, oddly enough, the Improv Comedy Club. It's a beautiful comedy Wait, club. Wait, the Improv? Where you and I will be going to yeah. see the, the dollop. We're going to yeah. go see the dollop in February. Yeah, 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 yeah. The podcast. That used to be the Jose Theater. The so Jose we'll be theater. returning to the scene of your um, escapism. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Because I was a huge fan. Because this place was like, it was a real shithole of a, of a theater, like in a classic sense. Like, yep. uh, like it had an upstairs balcony, and that's where all the heroin got shot. And mm-hmm. uh, you basically, you, you paid a buck fifty. You got in at 11 o'clock when they first opened the doors. And nobody had to leave at all. And until at night when they mm-hmm. when the lights went back on after they showed the same three movies over and over and over again. Yep. So they showed all three movies like three times in a row, like two two to three times in a row, depending. Uh, and at least two of those were like uh, martial arts movies, almost almost always kung fu movies, like Shaw Brothers kung fu. What's Shaw Brothers? <clears throat> it's a particular uh, Hong Kong studio that that put out like. Uh, in the eighties, uh, put out a very particularly cheesy variety. There was a version, uh, uh, not not of martial arts, but of um, sort of broader, maybe broader appeal. The Golem Brothers, Golan and Globus in the eighties. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Okay, so this yeah. is kind of like that, but specific to, to um, kung fu movies. Specific to kung fu movies. Yeah, and actually, what's really okay. <clears> so what's really funny is uh, our boy Tarantino is a huge weird. He's got a weird fetish. Like he's got my my same fetish for kung fu movies. So there's a bunch of. Uh, Shaw Brothers movies on Netflix, which I was just discovering this last week. I was yeah. watching some of them. They're fucking mostly terrible, but I kind of but there's a, there's a part of me that just kind of loves them. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that kind of leads us to our uh, to our to what we're going to be talking about to uh, to today. Yep. Uh, certainly, a, certainly a huge Tarantino uh, angle on it as well. Um, we're talking specifically about a particular Asian action film star named Sonny Chiba. Okay. All right. So, um, I have to, uh, I have to, like, I think I saw uh, one of the movies we're going to be talking about, I think I saw at the Jose Theater. And then uh, the one that I think you probably most hold against me uh, is I've never actually seen all the way through. So, I've seen, like, parts of it, even though I owned it. But I think when I, so when I tried to watch it, I was really high or drunk or something like that. So, I never actually got all the way through it. Wait, even for this? 
Oh, no, no. I have since watched it. I oh, watched it, it. Okay. now, and I'm like, oh, I don't remember this <laughs> very much at all. Right. So, uh, now, I guess it's, it's also like, you know, usually we go with like which movie came out first. In this case. Um, you want to go to 76's uh, The Bodyguard? Well, the bodyguard came out in '76, but it was yeah, it was that's when it was released in the United States. Okay, so we could do that. We can we can go either way on this. Your choice. Um, all right, let's go with the bodyguard first. Let's talk about that. Okay. All right. So, uh, how much of an apology do you figure I owe you on this one? One to uh, ten. I mean, nothing. Okay. You don't owe me an apology. It's a, it's a, it's a, what a fucking movie, man. It's, it's like this. Uh, it's this movie. It's like a weird. Um, it's like where exploitation and martial arts and neither are very like neither a good ver, uh, version of either one of those things comes together into one movie, and that's what this movie really sort of is. Um, on, on like un, unviewable martial arts. Yeah. And some pretty nice titties every once in a while. Um, At least the one. I yeah, a I mean, there, a couple of nice boob shots. Uh, yeah, there were a couple of times where <coughs> where um, there was some nudity. I, yeah, yeah. All right, and then uh, and then uh, like like any good exploitation movie. Uh, what, can you can you back off that? I'm mean, not back off, but can you? Help define that. That's a term that that I hear a lot. Exploitation film. And it's just with, a cheap with movie black exploitation. I, I understand it right. more, but yeah. but how in the how if you're already doing a martial arts movie is is are martial arts movies exploitation films by default or I don't think that they necessarily are. I think exploitation is mean you're you're exploiting something. You're exploiting the sexuality of something like that. So exploitation movies tend to have a lot of nudity, uh, certainly very gratuitous nudity. So things like that. That's what I would call an exploitation. I mean, well, exploitation Robert, Al- is Robert Altman movies aren't exploitation movies. They have. They're kind of known for like frontal nudity, so yeah, frontal nudity. I mean, but if it's done in an artistic way, but again, if they think the gratuitous might be the might oh, be okay. the, w- the word on that one, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. So uh, this movie had uh, had a quite a bit of gratuitous uh, nudity, yeah, uh, and um and like uh, like all uh, exploitation movies, uh, all the all the extra characters are like pretty much terrible stereotypes or or worse. Like, yeah, the white people are kind of embarrassingly white. Uh, the black guy can't get enough of raping. I mean, it's pretty. Well, it didn't strike me as as embarrassing, embarrassingly white in the, the traditional sense that you might see that. It, to me, it seemed like um, anything that wasn't Japanese or let's say Asian generally mm-hmm. was um, the most stock version of it, right? Yeah, right? But not even of the race. Meaning, anyone who was black or white had just sort of like a. Um, Almost intentionally ham-fisted, right? So, like the white guy in the bar, at some points, like, go, go, "Hey, go. what do you mean by that? I'll come get you!" Uh-huh. Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's sort of like it's almost like a way of um, delineating for a mainly Asian audience. I'm assuming mm-hmm. who the important people are and who the um, ancillary figures are. Mm. I guess. I, I God, I think you might be giving him a little too much credit. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I tried to squeeze some <laughs> I don't know, something but, out of this. Sure, like, there's not like the, the writing is. You know, I, I'm. Um, this is not my proudest moment as far as movies I've selected. Uh, <laughs> it's sorry to say, uh, the writing is fucking atrocious. Uh-huh. The acting is not is really really bad. The yeah. it, again, it's a martial art movie. You can't see martial arts. It's like the karate is completely unviewable. Well, that's what I noticed. I, I was sort of curious about that because I I, I really want to get into like Bruce Lee, for instance, and I've seen some Jackie Chan from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, like I noticed there was a scene, for instance, this one really caught my eye. There's a black a, a black rapey guy mm-hmm. in, in this movie. And several times when Sonny Chiba goes to fight him, 
the black actor has to tries to place his hand or his torso in the hands of Sonny Chiba and sort of misses the mark. And so instead of retaking it, he just sort of moves his body over six inches into the hands of Sonny Chiba. Uh-huh. Um, it, it strikes me like the way we used to make films when we were young and we got a hold of like a, a video camcorder or yeah. something. It's, you didn't have editing capability, so you're just like, you have to do the whole thing over or nothing. Mm. And so oftentimes you just sort of like move over. Yeah. And so it, yeah, I'm curious about that quality. I know. This is fucking awful. This is a fucking awful movie. It's like, mm-hmm. like, even as martial arts movies go, look, martial arts movies are just, they're not good almost ever. They don't get uh-huh. good until the 90s at least, where Jet Li starts showing up. Okay. All right. But even like, if you look at Enter the Dragon, it's a, as a movie, it's not a good movie, but you know. it's fi- but you see some some badass kung fu fighting, and that's that gets you through the rest of the goddamn thing. Well, the thing is, I, I, what I assume about those some of those other movies, and I know about like let's say uh, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme or something later on, if, if that's mm-hmm. you know quasi in this this universe, is at the very least what you, you can say is I'm. I know that the cameraman knows how to work a camera. Yes. Right? Right. But I get none of that in these movies. Like, I I have no sense that anyone, any single person on board Mm. is competent. Really? See, and I feel that I feel differently about the second movie we're going to talk about. But the first movie, I would agree with you. There's nothing. There's like almost nothing going right in that fucking movie. Yeah, I and mean, again, I don't even know. You know, but it's like it's. I mean, we, we could talk about the history of the movie just right, a little bit. All right. So it was uh, it was filmed. It was shot and put together in 1973, uh, and then uh, they decided to get it into the American audience. So they added like five minutes to the beginning of the movie, which is like the most nonsensical of the f- of five minutes of film in the whole goddamn movie, which also doesn't make a lot of sense overall in general. Uh, and then, uh, and then they release it in the American. Oh, sorry, they release it into the American market. Kung Fu, there, buddy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. What, was- okay, so they released it. So what's what's the call, by the way, for? You know, this is, I guess, I guess, is it they're, riding they're on the wave of Bruce Lee? Yeah, they're cashing in on Bruce Lee. I mean, he's mentioned in, in this film and in the oh, other one. Yeah, of course. Well, You're because, no Bruce like, Lee. Yeah, well, because <laughs> Sonny Chiba was almost specifically designed to be the Japanese answer to Bruce Lee. That yes. was that was kind of he that was how he was marketed to the United he's States. He's chopping audience. people's body parts off, but then when he he picks them up, they're mannequin arms. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> sir. Those are fully those are fully uh, dismembered human beings, and you should show a little respect. I'm not sure what it's trying to be. I, I'm sorry, you can go back to your history in a second. I'm not sure what it's trying to be because the thing is, it's not um, it's not even unintentionally funny. Like it's not even humorous accidentally. And it's not, um, it's like if you watch like The Family Guy or South Park mm-hmm. and they suggest a scenario for movies like this, right. it's like that's funny because you never get to see it follow through. You can just imagine how, how, how mm-hmm. awful that would be. Mm-hmm. But here, it's not, even, it's not awful. It's, yeah. it's not interesting enough to be awful. It's just sort of, it's played out. And so the only value I can see in this movie is this, um, mm the desperate sort of attachment to irony a person would have to watch it, I guess. <laughs> to say, like, to hang this poster in the room or something, I guess. Uh, yeah. But I can't I, imagine I, any value other than that. It's not even bad. I, I don't even, I, I usually get angry at bad movies. It doesn't, it doesn't make me angry at all. I, I actually, I, one of the things that does make me really <laughs> angry. Attachment to irony, I think, kind of says a lot. Yeah. Well, one of the things that really makes me angry is when people, I mean, I really have had to sort of just calm down mm. <laughs> because otherwise no one will like you, is, is when people start using their phone during a movie. It's like, no. use, use the phone or, or watch the movie. Don't do both. I really, really struggled not to use my phone <laughs> while watching this because not, 
nothing of any even accidental interest was oh, yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the bodyguard was uh, the bodyguard, not a good movie at all, dude. And now it is the birthplace of Sam Jackson's uh, great line from Pulp Fiction. That's maybe the single the single interesting fact about this movie. Yeah, I did a little reading on that because that's you know when you do the Pulp Fiction, you know the the. Um, mm. um, uh, the righteous, the righteous man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the path of the righteous from man Ezekiel, right? That yeah. that's actually it's not, not actually from Ezekiel. It's just a little uh, uh, perverted uh, version of it, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's the um, the Tarantino aspect. But the thing is, I, I'd like to sort of smash Tarantino for it because in some ways that stuff, even before I saw this movie, that I know Tarantino's drawing from when I watch mm. Kill Bill, obviously, but even Pulp Fiction or something else. That's the part. Those are the parts of his movies that I like the least. But, I, so I'd like to smash him and be like, oh, Tarantino, what are you doing now that I've seen the original? But the thing is, i got to give him credit because whatever there is, he actually makes cheese out of it. And cheese has value. Right. There's, there's some, something that the way Tarantino does, redoes these things, including recasting Sonny Chiba in his films, that's sort of like, okay, there's an homage and he's actually making it interesting. But when you go back to the original... There's good. just nothing that No, it's not even not good. Yeah. Not good is giving it... Atomic weight. It's just not there. <laughs> All right. So it's do we even go into the plot of this fucking movie? Yeah. No. It's because uh, it's at least I would say the plot of this movie is at least um, there's something there. You can follow the plot. Uh huh. It is. Well, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Sunny Sunny Chiba for some reason makes an announcement to the Japanese people via a pe- press conference that he can stop the flow of drugs into Japan. But the mm-hmm. way he can do that is to become a bodyguard. <laughs> um, and he ends up... And be- he also chops the, the head off a bottle. Don't forget that part. It's very important at the press conference. Yeah, he does chop a head off a bottle. <laughs> um, and then he spends his time as a bodyguard. I almost got it confused, sorry, with the heiress in the other movie. Um and his sister is a sort of um, half a, a karate expert. Mm-hmm. And not so, as as the, not as good as Sonny because nobody else is, of course. Yeah, he's kind of got a. By the way, a, a, a not classically sort of kung fu persona or face. He kind of looks like Matt, uh, Maddox or something, like a, a like mm. a, a Quinn Martin production. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, like a very seventies kind of a <laughs> he guy. He should be yeah. wearing a turtleneck and, and doing karate chops. <laughs> um, you know what? I I have the plot down. This is kind of the point right here. I honestly kind of am forgetting, even though I wrote it down. It's like I. I can't imagine why you'd care. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, all right. So, yeah. So, he decides he's going to fight drugs because this woman's new. Oh, but she turns out to be, I'm sorry. She turns out to be one of the dealers, but a sort of a minor dealer compared with, and they don't say the People Yakuza. That he, he That's the other one. The top. They, yeah, they never, they say the yellow mob, but they don't say the Yakuza. Right. And so, then there's, um, they're identified uh, by their, um, and this is important, steak <coughs> knives. Well, they're steak knives that have like a like a like a like an Astra. Like. But just to be clear, like when we were twelve years old and made mm. movies, they just used steak knives and painted the handles. Well, yeah, but these were very dangerous yakuza <laughs> steak knives, my friend. Yellow Mob, really sorry. Yeah, okay. I'd like to point this out too. The movie's called The Bodyguard. Uh, he portrays himself as a bodyguard to this woman, and then is maybe the worst bodyguard in the history of the fucking world. Well, she's, like, no, she's no, no, no. not You're a not good going victim into your car. I'm on the job right now. Young sister, go out to the car. Yeah, he sends like, her out. And she's, she gets not raped, I guess, but somehow somehow um, denuded and then 
being put in the shadow of a cross. It just happened to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And then just later on, the woman he is protecting is, is in a room and he decides to sleep in the other room. And I would say it's his fault, except that she doesn't yell until, and I want to sort of say this carefully, make sure everyone can vision, envision this. The guys attacking her who are hiding in that couch cushions. Yeah, they're hiding. Use in, the steak the, knives no. to mm. unburden themselves from the upholstery, right, and right. then attack her. And so he hears them at the last uh, minute. He doesn't actually. No, actually, no. He hears them as they're coming in to kill him. Uh, but meanwhile, they take her and then they That's tie her right. up in a bathroom right. and like hold her roughly four feet away from a hot bath or something like yeah. that. It's just terrible. Like they're going to torture her. Uh, and well, then, it's a culture, Tom, where bathing is communal. So the threat is that she'd have to bathe alone, I think. <laughs> oh, well, you know, very sensitive, Joe. I like that. Yeah. Like we should, uh, the yellow mob really should learn some from you. Yeah, okay, so okay, so. continue. So. <laughs> All right, so, okay, so, uh, yeah, so he's trying to bring down uh, drug dealing by way of being this woman's bodyguard. She's involved in the drug trade. Uh, American military is moving the drugs into Japan uh, via, via, via dead bodies. Uh, and uh, Sonny Chiba is there kicking ass. That pretty much covers mm-hmm. the whole, that covers the nine yards, right? All right, yeah. Uh, is there any... Is, um, <laughs> not a lot of nuance past that to talk about. I think she gets shot on the beach at the end. Yeah, well, like, like a good bodyguard, she eventually dies, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> okay. He's the worst fucking bodyguard in the history of the world. He does nothing but endanger this woman's life. So, okay, that's the bodyguard. Okay. All right. So, um, so uh, yeah, so a couple, <laughs> of big, couple of big thumbs up, right? So, so... Where would you rate this? <laughs> I wouldn't rate it. I just clear. wouldn't rate it at all. It's okay. not even like I'd, I'd not you, rate so it. So you would, no, you would not recommend this movie. I mean, I don't know. Do you I mean, call it, it a movie. <laughs> I mean, it, it, frankly, what it reminds me of. Um, I mean, there's a couple of things you could do with this movie, mm. with all of them actually, and that's like this. I was on a road trip recently, and and for some reason, my sister, who I rarely get to see, my wife, my sister, my sister's husband, were flitting around Netflix or something. And mm-hmm. for some reason, we start watching this movie called Treasure. Mm. And it's a Christian movie. Okay. I think made by Hallmark. And it's about this woman who um, gets a DUI, or teenager who, girl who gets a DUI and then changes her life and becomes like the savior of the homeless. Wow. Right. It's as good as you can imagine, right? But for some reason... Mm-hmm. My brother and I were were just drawn to it, not as an actual good movie, and but also not like ironic. We just kept saying cry? to the two ladies, "That was a fucking great movie," and we never broke character because they kept saying, "We know you, we know you're being sarcastic," and it's like it was like anti comedy. <laughs> like it's like no, I really want to watch it again. I'm being serious, and they were like, "I don't think are you ser- no I." That movie was terrible, right? So it's like, I guess you could do that with this movie. Uh, it's not it's not irony. It's just sort of like just teasing somebody. Just trapping somebody Make into somebody watching this thing. With a straight face, convince them that it's worth their time so that it's sort of like slapping someone's like plate out of their hand. Uh, if you know them, it's just funny on, on premise, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. The other thing is it has a quality, and I've, I've had this with like um, maybe like something if I go to sleep, I put some earbuds in like – it's got a white noise quality about it. Like some uh, things are just comforting because there's yep. mm. there's nothing about this movie that would dis- it's noise, <laughs> but there's nothing about it that would distract you from anything you're doing. Right. So it's not it's not because mm. a, a horrible movie would do that, but this doesn't rise to the level of horrible. It's just 
it's just something that apparently was put out, hmm. and I don't know why. And I don't know why, like, not angrily. Well, I mean, obviously, it was, <laughs> obviously, it was put out in the, in the shallowest possible way for money, I would say. I can't imagine it made a shit ton of money, but me, I, I, I didn't bother looking that up, I'll be honest. Yeah, I guess so. But there's uh, apparently Sonny Chiba is, is I think <coughs> it, must, it just must be Tarantino. Japan. It must be Tarantino that's getting Americans to sort of go mm. back and look at these, because why would you otherwise? Well, like, what's the draw? Five movies, so maybe there are other ones that are better movies. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Bodyguard was not uh, was not one of those movies, I would say. Yeah. Now, I don't, I'm not even sure why we chose it. Uh, honestly, because I knew th- I knew of three movies, and I knew you didn't want to watch one of them. So, is this the one? No, oh. no. There's a much worse. There's a worse movie out there. It's called the Ninja. It's called the Shogun's Ninja. Okay. Uh, just like fucking Japanese dudes and period piece, but the period pieces are all like like silky blue lame. <laughs> the problem for me is awful. that is that I don't know anything about kung fu movies, including Bruce Lee, and so this is a very you know, a poor way of getting me involved in these movies. Yeah, probably. Know. I think maybe I would have picked a better path it's, for this. It's, so. as, it's as if you wanted me to get into like space sci-fi movies, so you recommended the That'll Star on the Star the Star Wars Christmas special. Ah, uh, wow, that's even worse. Yeah, we'll play it. Okay, okay. So we're done with that one. Let's move let's on. Go back to in our, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about a little movie called uh, Street Fighter, which is probably Sonny Chiba's most famous movie. Okay, uh, it's the movie that they were actually they were they were planning sequels as this movie was being released. I think there were like a total of at least three, maybe six sequels, some okay. kind of neighborhood. Yep. Uh, in Including a kid sister of Street Fighter or some shit. Anyways, um, okay, so it's, uh, I mean, there are <coughs> certain similarities to the previous movie, one of which is that the black guy is the same fucking black guy yep. in both movies, yep. which is a little, uh, a little upsetting. But uh, in this movie, uh, Sonny Chiba plays a more. Well, no, uh, uh, let's be clear. It's upsetting because he just. He, he doesn't know how to act. I mean, again, you know, he's fucking terrible. I don't mean, I don't mean he's, he's like a bad the one black guy on he staff. He doesn't know how to act. He's the black guy on staff. I mean, literally, you might actually like work in the warehouse or something like that. Yeah. So, um, how the fuck? Like a bad actor, like it, it says something in an unconvincing <laughs> way that's mm-hmm. cheesy. But he's more like the actor who, like, the director would have to keep saying, "Please get in frame." <laughs> that's that's the what I mean. What are you talking about, Luella? Oh my God. Yeah. Okay, so so anyway. Street Fighter. So, so, okay. So the movie is Street Fighter. Uh, I think this is a better movie, if and only if, because you can actually see the martial arts. Some of it's weird. I mean, there's some like fucking extra cartoony elements added to it. Uh, production values, I guess, is what they were going for. Um, but but, uh, but, but in that sense, at least it, it fulfills the it fulfills the requirement of being a martial arts movie. You can actually see some shit. I saw I, this movie was almost un- indistinguishable from the other one for me. But one thing that was distinguishable <laughs> is the is that cartoon element in that. But here's the thing about cartoon elements: it's that cartoon elements to me are like um, have to have intention behind them. So I can't quite call them cartoon elements because this guy does the classic sort of like, and then you come back into frame and it's like he has a human heart in his hand or like I snapped your ear off with my. But it's like my favorite is when he punches the guy like directly in the mouth and the guy starts spitting out chiclets like through his teeth. Oh, chiclets, yeah. (laughs) So it's like it's like that's not. I don't think they're mocking themselves. Mm, No, 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 no. They're being serious. So what is it? They they had a little shitty budget. I think they had a shitty budget. Best they can do. Yeah. Well, they even to did me, like it's one thing, like, like one guy gets punched in the head, and they show like a like an X-ray supposedly of his head of his skull going. Boing, boing, boing. But to me, if you're making something, here's what I don't understand: if you're making something, it's like <laughs> I want to. We have like 
27 different sort of like fights this guy needs to get into and like take people's body parts. Mm. But they're all going to be awful because of our budget. As a director, I'd go like, hmm, let's cut that down to like 12. Yeah, you're in a... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they don't do that. So you're I don't bringing understand. an artistic intention to this thing. These are not it. artists at all. But it's not... This isn't an, a, an artist, an art... That's not an I think art. <laughs> well, let's, let's, How's that? That's not an art issue. issue. <laughs> like, no, maybe not art. Maybe a quality issue. These people are not as concerned. But yeah, with it's that. a quality issue, right? Yeah, okay, quality is not right. synonymous with art. Art, you know, quality and art those go together sometimes. They're not synonymous though, and so I don't think it's an art issue. I think it's a quality issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so when you fail, and, so like I never okay. There's a movie I'm thinking of all of a sudden, um, Dolores Del Rio. When we did that episode, I think it was like episode eight or something, mm-hmm. and it was the one. I forget what it was called, but it should have been called Embarrassing <laughs> White Guys Meet Native Girl. Oh, right? Yeah. Do you remember that? The yeah. guy's in the ship, and they meet yeah. Delesto Rio, and she's the native girl. At some point, she... Date rapist from, like, she Yale and, or something. She and the white lead, the guy from Dead End, I forget his name, um, they're supposed to be going, like, down a waterfall in a canoe, and then all of a sudden, the camera pans to this, like, toy canoe, and it's clearly almost showing in a bathtub, like, headed toward a train. Mm-hmm. But it's like, look, it's 1931, mm-hmm. so I get it. Now, this is 1974. Yeah. So what the fuck? Well, it's 1974 Japan. I don't know what else. I don't know. I can't answer. I think for they that. were doing all right by 74. I don't know. I think they had Godzilla, and then everything went into the shitter. So after I don't that. understand those decisions. So again, it's not like um, oh, it's bad. I mean, that is a bad move. Let's say that the, the cheesy sort of like body parts thing. But but it's sort of like um, what's the purpose? I mean, because nobody there. It's neither. It's not like oh, that's fast. That's what great fighting. No, hilarious. Not that either. So like, what is it? Like, what's what's it going for? I'm showing how truly much better uh, karate is than, than kung fu and Bruce Lee. Honestly, I think that might be. I think that's part of it. I the, honestly the, do. Do you think they? Had, do you think Sonny Chiba had a had a, an agenda in terms of karate? I don't know that he did, but I think the people around him did. That or, was the or story, right? Did. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there was there was always the, for some reason they always brought in like Bruce Lee as like you know his uh, as his rival. You know, conspicuous by its absence in any Bruce Lee movie is a mention of fucking <laughs> Sonny Chiba. Right, but I mean Bruce Lee. One of what the theory about him is that he had learned karate, but realized its practical application was kind of shit, and so he'd added this extra stuff. Right, it's sort of like early MMA mentality in a way, right? Oh, uh, well, he did. Kung, well, his his was kung fu as opposed to karate. But he started with karate, though. Is, is the no, point? No, no, no. He started. Uh, he started with uh, with uh, Wing Chun, which is a particular variety of kung oh fu. Oh my god. I- I, I'm a nerd, dude. I'm a nerd. I hate to say that's it. That's much too respectful for how I feel about you right now. It's not that you're a nerd, like, but what's? Mm, but here's wish. my point. Here, I should be asking you instead of asking this uh, abstractly. Mm. What do you get out of these movies? Like, what's? what's I, don't like, I don't know. Just watching kung fu is fucking cool to me. I, it's, but it's not. I said, good I, kung got fu. The, I got I got dosed into the like. Well, the, the second the, the bodyguard. Uh, no, not. I think Street Fighter, pretty decent karate. Uh, but is not, this just nostalgia? I imagine. I probably there's there's certainly an element of it too, because, at some point because I was, like I said I was watching a couple of Shaw Brothers movies on uh, on uh, Netflix mm-hmm. and they're fucking terrible but I still kind of liked them nevertheless I can't help it I, I get a thing for those movies and what is the thing <laughs> that's all I'm asking just unpack it for us I don't you, what, do you like cheese what's your favorite cheese why I don't know I, I just well do. I you mean, could I want, break that down I mean I, I don't I don't know 
if you want to follow the cheese thing, but somebody who loves a particular cheese would be able to break that down. So I'm just I'm I'm giving you the forum. I don't know. I just like kung fu movies. I like I like the I like the action of the actual kung fu. Sometimes sometimes it's truly ridiculous, and sometimes that makes it cool. Like there are some like good kung fu like some good kung fu movies where they like kung fu breaks the <laughs> breaks breaks physics. You know, those are definitely those kinds of movies. But um, I don't know. I just just like I said, I just have a have a taste for those movies. So for me, Street Fighter is a much better movie like because you again you can actually see what's kind of going on yeah. um but uh bodyguard has absolutely none of that going on so there you go hmm okay i yeah. saw i just i know were, you didn't like it no it's not that they were just indistinguishable right. i couldn't one from the other made no difference to me I, you could have switched the titles it would have been the same movie no i just don't it's not that it was horrible just it was nothing <laughs> oh. there's just nothing there all right um so you're going to go. Like you don't so know you're either. Gonna, you're going to go a hard no on that too, right? No, I didn't say hard no on the first one. No. Yeah. yeah, but you kind of you meant it that way, Joe. I can tell. Go ahead. <laughs> no, <just> fucking, <laughs> the floor is yours. I'm just sir. trying to get a laugh out of this fucking thing at this. Point. There's not. There's you're not even a laugh. Going, oh, no, no, no. Okay. Well, there's just no laugh. I mean, there's just nothing here. I'm not. It's not upsetting. It's just like I mean, it, like um, I'm trying to think of a. Um, I think dirty, like Dirty Harry, is a good example. Like I think that's something like, or or <coughs> Charles Bronson and Chato's Land, or something where it's like it's so ridiculous. There's something to poke fun at, but there's nothing. Like I don't have any energy on this. There's nothing to poke fun at. It's just no. There's just nothing there. There's a certain quality, I guess, to the '70s too. There's like a like a '70s cheesy actiony thing. Mm-hmm. I think it does share those qualities with it, and a lot of that, if nothing else, has to do with the cinematography. Oh, I gotta see the that's cinematography. It. I think was, that's it. The cinematography is fucking terrible. It's in both that's of these movies. that's you. Uh, th- now you hit something on the on, on the head. I think the right cinematography there. in a bodyguard was fucking atrocious. Because if something in the '70s or whatever <laughs> age is awful, I think what makes us laugh is our ability to see it. But if if the cameraman doesn't know how to operate the camera, it just frustrates the process of even finding it funny. There's another thing about that, too, which I would have to say was more, I think, uh, definitely, well, it was actually kind of both movies. Both movies, they just felt gross. I don't know how, like, there, there was just, like... It just you kind of felt a little dirty watching both of these fucking dirty movies. and like morally dirty or no like you could feel like the like the the, the air was filthy wherever the fuck they were mm-hmm. and somehow that you could feel I could feel it while I was watching I was like ugh just this is like a gross fucking place that they currently are in yeah like physically and again I think that has a lot to do with the cinematography and the technology. Yeah. Well, no. Sorry about that. No, no problem. I think the technology is a cop out, not on your part, but on 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 theirs because they had it. I mean, there was you know, it doesn't take technology to to hold a camera still, (laughs) or to make sure everyone's in frame Uh, as you're filming, mm. or (laughs) if you're gonna do the body part thing to 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 infer. Yes. I'd even take inference rather than like picking up a mannequin's arm <laughs> with ketchup on it. Oh, man. Like you I dragged it through the wall and then somehow bit it off. I don't know how the fuck that happened. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and then I all but beat him over the head with the bloody stop. Right. Yeah. Come on. All right. So yeah, it's just, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to work. I'm going to have to work and find something better for you to watch. In this yeah. Season. And I won't be under the dragon because those kind of suck too. Really? Yeah, they're just they're just not as movies. They're just not good. I mean, they're better. They're even they're much more coherent. Those are the ones I was here about. Is, well, yeah, yeah, but th- that's because they were like the first. They were you know, yeah. it's, it's the uh, what is it? Uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember. No, my brain isn't working today. Yeah. Uh, the W. Griffith movie. Uh, 
Birth, it's the birth of a nation of kung fu movies, basically. As oh, okay, as, gotcha. Certainly as far as American audience. <laughs> when you said G.W. Griffith, I was like, what? Uh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, <laughs> now I'm interested. Uh, <laughs> racist kung fu yeah, movie. Yeah, just as far as like it, it being like the very first one, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do um, you have anything to plug, Tommy? No, I have zero to plug right now. Okay. Nothing. Not a thing. All right. How about you? I know. I never have anything I to plug. I usually plug things. Yeah, I got. No, I never have anything to plug. I know. We gotta you're the comedian, this. man. Well, you're the comic, man. But because you, you're doing a lot of good sets lately, man. Wow. Yeah. You're telling me, anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I've been doing good sets lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've been pretty happy with them. So yeah. I'm mm-hmm. surprised that you know get some stuff to plug next time because you you have uh, fans out there. I'm sure. Oh, thanks, Joseph. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, bud. Take it. Take care. <laughs>